The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. Okay. Good enough for me. Are we ready, boys? Oh, All right. You ready to go? Come. Um, so my my goal this week, because we've done this is their nineteenth creepy yes, pasta episode. Nineteen. Wow. Yeah. Nineteen. Huh? Old enough to die in a war, but not old enough to, to drink alcohol. Yep. Or smoke <laughs> cigarettes. Yep. That is really yep. wow. Or uh rent a car. No. Or No, um, yeah, it's forty five, you can't. Uh let's see, what else can't you do at nineteen? I mean, nothing fun. Read creepypastas. I mean, you better. Honestly, you should stop. Yeah. By the time you reach the age of 19. But I wanted to find something genuine, like genuinely frightening. I've always said that. I always say this. You said this 19 times and you have failed 19 times. Every but- time because you make it all erotic all the time. <laughs> well, this is different. Or also you're just genuinely, you are absolutely incapable of not making it, not being a clowny man. I, it's his curse. I work <laughs> Hard at being scary. Damn. Yes, oh, scary. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. The economy. <laughs> right? He's being scary. That's good. But I uh, I went through and I went to I went back to my old stomping grounds. Sure. I went back to, to X. To X. On yeah. 4chan. Wow. I went back oh, to 4chan. Okay. Wow, that's... And I gotta say, man, they have gotten just so stupid. Well, well, yeah, you said this every time. I just, <laughs> every time I go yes, back. But well, no, I went to go look You for, just said this the last time and the time before that and the time before that. Each time, Google, this time what I found was what they called the conspiracy theory iceberg chart, mm-hmm. right? Where it shows this whole long thing. You look at this. You look at this image, right? Yep. It's this long thing Is it the of tip various of the things. It starts with the tip yeah. of the iceberg where it starts with like, you know, Trump, Russia collusion, COVID hoax. JFK, Epstein. And the last thing on here is called the final understanding in the moksha tier. There you go. Right, God is being raped is one of them as well, <laughs> which is apparently a symbolic right. thing about the logos and stuff. I don't really all the other, all the other terms. But I started looking up stuff to kind of see what would be ooky spooky. And right. Ah oh, man, it's just like, not there. You know, not but there I want to be scary. So maybe maybe something scary. <laughs> It can happen. Ah! There I you go. I mean, I chose all the stories for this episode. There's a couple of things in well, here. Welcome that- to the last podcast <laughs> on the left, Ben, hanging out with Henry and Marcus. We're doing Creepy Boston 19. I'm sure you could all figure that out. Yeah. Spooky, ACB Gatos. Yeah. And it's very good this time. Yes. This time, we're having spaghetti at lunch. And, and I think that there might be some stories here <sighs> that might tickle your frightened <laughs> penis well, you know, a little bit. Send it further into your pelvis. Henry, you have an idea you, how hard it is to tickle a frightened penis? Henry, can you please tell our audience to roll up a hogs like and get stones? Of course, buddy. I mean, you know, first of all, have you taken your blood pressure medication today? That's not for our audience. That's for you. Because what I found, truly, sometimes chasing that with a bong rip is actually real <laughs> nice. <laughs> right? You let healthy. that kind of come in there. Yeah. What the doctor said? What I would recommend 
right? Because this is why I'm now I'm not full in to a whole world of weed, especially during COVID. I got real fucking nerdy with it and I really like it. And I think the key is, yes. man, you got to get a grinder, right? Because yeah, this uh-huh. is now many things. So to, to before you start this episode, before we get into this, number one, call your mom. Tell her to go fuck herself. <laughs> Don't do that. All she's doing do is that. coming down on you being like, my tile floor, my tile floor isn't ready yet. Right? Yeah, is all your mom's day tile long. floor not ready yet? It's, it is. Honestly, it is taking longer than it should. <laughs> it's, it, what What else does your mom have to do? Just, just wait for the she tile honestly floor. She's extremely busy doing I don't know what. She's extremely busy. Okay. But, you know, for, then, then and once you're done with that, uh, take off your shoes. Take off your socks. Put your shoes back on. Okay. Take the pants off over the shoes. Welcome to vaudeville. <laughs> nice. That's what I used to do. That's how I got to be a good performer. Is I learned how to do it very quickly. I learned how to remove because again, yes. when you are because I'm mostly loose skin. Yeah. Right. I suck in. My right. pants can just fall straight to the ground. This true performer. I'm born to be a performer. I have a performance DNA. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. All right. So I've been there. And then what I want you to do is go. My main thing is now I separate my keefs. Right. Mm-hmm. So I collect them in a little tray. You see, that's the Keith, dust. Keith when do, when do the people get to smoke? <laughs> they, they, again, it takes about 20 minutes. Okay. And so, so you uh, got no socks bubbler. on. You got shoes on. Your pants are around your ankles. Your I guess you're your, wearing underwear. You, yes, you are. And you, 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 ah. 50-50. 50-50. Again, on you. Because, I'm again, I don't know what chair you're sitting on. Because mm, for me, right. Natalie is openly expressed. It's probably good. If I'm the guy, you know, I very rarely sit nude. Well, the butthole hits right on the, uh, oh, right on the cushion there. It is like yes, a we suction know. cup on it. We yeah, know that. I don't sit on my chair in the office nude because it can leave a, a full streak. Yeah, well, right? and you never know when you're going to get aroused you at work. Know. Hey, we've got an all nude everywhere policy in our place. You can sit anywhere you want, wearing whatever you want, or nothing at all. You wow, you do? that's so hot, Marcus. <laughs> is that real? <laughs> yeah, we never even. Th- I, I can't. It's weird to me that people even think about it. You sit I, naked on your couch in the living room, wherever. Yeah, he and his wife it's just fabric. Did- so what? I mean, it doesn't matter. I'm not sitting on this couch every, anymore. But well, you're not going to be eating off of it. You don't know what I do. Yeah, yeah I mean, continue. <laughs> the audience. Just, wow, I just didn't know because I actually felt like there were, there should be a divide. See, I, I agree. I had put this, some cardboard down. I had, but this we're girl, not, I had this girlfriend back in college who used to yell at me anytime I sat naked on the comforter on our bed. Just get your filthy ass off different. of the comforter. That's the and best. That's a like, little rude of that her. Was, it, well, she was rude. It sounds like it. It sounds. Also, you probably, she also probably had a point. Uh, she might but have. Anyway, so we have the key. Yeah, so I separated by sativa and indica, and I have two separate grinders, one for indica and one for sativa. When I do is I can't you separate my strains. Up. No, listen, no, you okay. fucking asshole. I'm thinking about this. God, I just, the right? audience just I have want... little utensils that I purchased. I went to a store. I have a little spoon. No. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, don't. Yeah, I know you're all ready to go. Just but smoke we're not the ready joint. To go. The audience is not ready to go. You know, you pour a little bit of, I do, you know, a little sativa. Scoop of the sativa. How are you making this so boring? Because I mix it up. Then I take a scoop of indica. This is completely real. I scoop it on top. I put an indica keef layer just right on top of like a layer cake, right? And then I use my hemp wick. I gotta say, man, (laughs) this is a really good way to not be able to talk to your family anymore. (laughs) All right. Like it ixes, it just make it takes all your responsibility as a human away. Sure. So now and then you spunk it. Smoke it. All right, everyone. We'll go through those steps and follow them in order. Otherwise, this episode isn't going to be scary at all. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. Okay, so Marcus, you have done a great job. Wonderful research as always, finding the tales of woe that we're going to talk about and read today. Henry Thomas Dabrowski, I believe you're up first. Okay. (laughs) That's my full name. I feel like I'm in the DMV. HTZ. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So this is public. 
submitted by Austin Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> and not- in full disclosure, I, these were all sourced from Bogleach.com. Bogleach. Old school creepypasta Are you sure you want to give them the number? We gave them the, th- that's the font, that's it's the Delta. Okay. It's okay. that's, uh, that's fine. Okay. They can go read as many as they like. They don't come here for the creepypasta, they come here to listen. That's right, they come here to listen. Okay. Put on your best drag outfit and read to the children. <laughs> come on now. Come on, here we go. Oh my God, there's been 9-11 too. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I just got told to my secret service. All right. I've always hated public bathrooms. It's just so awkward trying to go with other people around. When I was a little kid, I'd sometimes get so nervous I'd forget how to unbutton my pants. <laughs> Man, this is scary, dude. I never went during school. All through elementary and most of junior high. Most of junior high. Most of our junior high, yeah. Oh, you always had that one day where you had to break your own code. Oh, yeah. Where you're dude, just like, just I got a liquid shit. Full liquid shit. Yeah. I have, I've told that story about how I had a, I went into a stall in the middle when I was running sound on a talent show, and I was forced to by the tech class, and I uh, I had a liquid shit in the middle of the show, and I ran down to this theater bathroom <laughs> to do it as quickly as possible, and I fucking, the shit fell out of me so Aww. fast that it got all over the rim of the seat and got all over the inside of my pants, and I had to take off my pants, and, I, and then I looked over and I realized there was no toilet paper, and then I crawl underneath the station between that uh, area and into the other stall and then I looked and I saw an older Asian man and his granddaughter were coming in and they just watched a shit covered uh, 300 pound 16 year old just crawling the ground army style in between uh, bathroom stalls. And that's the end of the story. Well fantastic. Great. I can see why you've always hated public bathrooms. I've always hated public bathrooms. And I've been getting it over. I've been getting over it lately. Since high school I've been able to go without too much stress and now that I'm in college I even sometimes use the urinal if I'm the only one in the room, <laughs> like I thought I was today. All right. It was the ground floor bathroom in the library. I was feeling pretty comfortable because it was almost always empty. Still mostly out of habit, I checked the stalls for feet. None. Whew. Time to whiz in peace. I headed for the urinal. I had to go pretty bad. Right. Bad. So I was the only one <laughs> uh, midway through my leak. This is pretty scary. When I heard the creaking, <gasps> the distinctive creak of something that was definitely not supposed to be creaking. And then there was a moan. <laughs> Low and raspy. Shit, I thought nervously. Must have been somebody in there after all. <laughs> the moaning and the creaking intensified. <laughs> it's a 300 pound Henry Zabrowski covered in his own shit. And then just as I was shaking off, <laughs> Sound like someone had dropped a bowling ball on a piggy bank, <laughs> followed by water surging from shattered pipes. Jesus Christ. Were they so fat they shattered the toilet? Oh. <laughs> Not the most mature thought, but the first one that popped in my head. Yellowed water started flowing across the floor from the handicapped stall. Oh. I lifted one foot in silent disgust, then froze. Swirls of red joined the stream pooling on the floor. On the current sailed, what? Is it shit? No. It had veins and sometimes hair or flaps of what looked like skin. And was that an eyeball? The groaning started in the stall again. (laughs) I nearly asked if they needed help, but I stopped myself for some reason. What was wrong with me? Whoever was in there must be hurt, apparently pretty badly, if pieces of them 
were floating down the drain. Yeah. I was still standing there when the stall's door swung open, pushed open by the wall of flesh that had slumped against it. It was fat. <laughs> not like a fat person. It was corpulent, fat like an elephant seal or a hippo. And lumpy. Huge and pale and fleshy with blue veins visible just beneath the semi-transparent skin like the underbelly of a biology class frog cadaver. It lay flat on its face, or what I assumed was its face, for a moment before struggling... Before struggling... (laughs) Struggling. 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 Ponderously to its feet. Its stubby arms... Pinwheeled, <laughs> weaving puffy, swollen palms that threatened to engulf stubby baby fingers. <laughs> really good. I slowly slid my junk back into my pants as oh. it found its footing. I took a few cautious steps forward. <laughs> I stared straight ahead of me, straight at the wall, a foot from my face, jaw clenched, futively trying to will it out of existence, to make myself invisible, to not be here right now. Suddenly, trembling, I slowly turned my head. It had tripped again, slipped in the steady stream of water spewing from the ruined toilet and the handicapped stall. Its head had bashed against the other urinal, the one right next to me, half ripping it from the wall, adding another source of toilet water to the deluge. Gary, get me a butt No, it's not me. It's not me. It's puffing. <laughs> this All right, I see he's projecting a little bit. Joined wads of flesh on the voyage to the bathroom drain. Its head was sudden, was definitely not human. It must have been three feet wide, with a stubby snout and reptilian mouth filled with short, thin, evenly spaced needle teeth that spanned the entire width. And it was making a man cry about the end of BG acting. <laughs> <laughs> Background acting, I do that. Bulging toady eyes stared blindly and unblinking from either side of its freakish face, which was bent awkwardly towards the sky after its high-speed appointment with the porcelain. It must be dead. It must have been dying already the way it was, gasping, yep. struggling to support its own weight. It had to have been smashed its own brains in. I was just starting to exhale in relief. When it stirred again. Uh oh. Now we heard it. better help. Blast pod. Once again, it was yeah. trying to stand to try to support itself with what right. was left of the urinal. Its head swinging lifelessly from its shoulders. It was as if it was hanging on only by the skin, like a head of a mascot costume that had been dislodged. I valiantly resumed my interrogation of the bathroom wall above my urinal. It plodded through the flooded restroom. Pish. Pish, 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 past me. It stopped at a sink, leaned on it heavily for support, seemed to check its face in the mirror, though neither its eyes pointed straight at the glass or even showed signs of movement or comprehension. It pawed numbly at the faucet, turning on the water more with its do- doughy palm than in uh-huh. any sort of dexterity of its vestigial fingers. <laughs> it splashed some water on itself, and that seemed to calm it somewhat. Despite myself, I coughed. <laughs> I jerked suddenly and turned so that shoulders faced me, though its head was staring into space to its right, seemingly noticing me for the first time. I held up its hands apologetically. Yay! Rough morning! All right! I had a 
to record. (laughs) Slowly backing towards the door, then turning away and half lunging, half falling at the bathroom door. Stubby limbs scrambling on the wet bathroom tile. I stood in the middle of the room alone again. I zipped my fly. A sudden curiosity overcame me. I tiptoed casually towards the handicapped stall, the door still wide open, to look at the toilet. The toilet had burst, like a pop zit, or maybe closer to a ruptured abscess. Shards of porcelain, like bits of eggshell, clung to a meaty, tumorous wad. Ooh, evocative. Broken pipes jutted from the mass like cut arteries, oozing a mixture of blood and sewer water. Clumps of hair dotted the mass, and a couple things that looked eerily far too much like human fingers. I put my hands on my knees and dry heaved. <laughs> I staggered out of the bathroom, looking at my frantically for that quivering thing. No sign of it, but a couple of wet footprints. Hmm. I ventured further down to the stacks towards the exit. I noticed it led to a Chevy Silverado. <laughs> Interesting. A couple of books had been pulled haphazardly Seems from a it. shelf and lay in a massive, irregular, rounded, damp spot on the carpet. I stepped gingerly around it. As I passed the checkout counter, I told the receptionist that the men's bathroom was out of order. <laughs> My voice shaking. I still don't like going to public restrooms, but I hate going into public restrooms alone worse. You get it? Now he he used to hate going into it, and now he with other That's people. That's a good, nice, short story that really went somewhere. <laughs> wow. Did it he ever good. zip up? Like, I liked it. I liked the, the story. Yes, yeah. he said, I stood in the middle of the room alone again. I zipped my fly. I zipped my fly. So yeah. he is zipped up. Do you up. remember the, what's his name? The, remember that video you showed? Remember, mm-hmm. like, uh, it was good. from back in the day that was, like, the, the weird, like, pink, herky-jerky style man walking down the street going, like, yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. That's what that guy reminds me of. Yeah, I just imagine it to be well, like. What was it? I like to think of it as like you know, like Bobo and Little Devil from. Oh, yes. oh yeah. Also like that, I do remember Custled and one of shit. the scariest nightmares I'd ever had as a child was a reoccurring nightmare where I saw a flattened man mm. that mm. would come up to the door of my house. Oh, and like was a, a man like in Beetlejuice or Judge Doom in uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Sweet. Yes. But he was like he was like smeared, and he would walk in a parallel line. He's going nice. like, "Let me, let me." I don't know what it Did is. Did you let him in? No, of course All not. Right. It's five people. But then I left, and then I found a unicorn made out of gak. A unicorn made <laughs> oh, out of gak. I remember scared the shit out of me, man. Yeah. Man, we used to just have fun with science and chemicals. Gak was just God knows what cancer that caused. Gak, I love gak. Gak is still live and in. Oh, and, so what and, was the one that had the little crunchies in it? Uh, it was like a gak derivative. It was called a spiv. Something like Kirk. that. Uh, it was <laughs> cool though. It was awesome. It, it had texture. It, was it like had a, texture to it. Yeah. Like a, a living styrofoam. That's what that was made of. What was that called? Lord. I don't know. Poo-poo? Lingle. Something like Poon. that. Something fun. Poon. Yeah. Print. 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 Nematodes. All right. So this is now This Kissel. is mine. This is it's yours. This long thing. God. I give you the short ones. Thank y'all. Um, I love that. Nematodes. <laughs> uh, this oh is God. submitted by Infralthen. Infernal thing. <laughs> this is the thing. Him Truly, Kissel, I will say, Kissel's reading over the years, it has improved. Yeah. He's faster on I the fly. I don't read for fun. I only read for knowledge. <laughs> you guys read your little books to try to escape, but I don't escape reality. I live in it. And I fight it every fucking day. <laughs> you're right. You're absolutely correct. It's good to not read. I no, I read my stories. I read my articles, <laughs> but I don't read this bullshit. 
for try to for for pleasure. You come in and say stuff like, "I read a news article that says pigeons are giving people cancer." Like you have like some weird. So I don't know. Yeah. I have a father's sense of knowledge. I think we may have just like pinpointed like the the first thing you need to start working on. What escapism? Escapism. Get out. No, 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 get no, 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 no buddy. I'm so, so in. It's gonna get. You're too in. But the one thing <sighs> that we all suffer from is that now that we're also doing more of the sub stuff on Twitch. I cannot read a new a username. I cannot oh, decipher. So I can't believe how stupid <laughs> I become as soon as it's a username. Yeah, it is hard. So infernal thing, infernal thing. <laughs> Here he goes. It all started with abdominal pain. The frequency of these symptoms got me worried that I went to the hospital to see what it was. Is this real? No, this is from this guy. Nematodes. No, no, I'm just also because no. I'm. I feel like you might. The only time I had to go to the hospital is when I broke my arms last year that no one seemed to care about. We we did. We care. cared about it, and you pl you played it off. I had to. Remember when I burned my hand? I also played that off. Nah, you, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've been I don't through know. a lot, and no one even fucking knows it. Jesus oh, Christ, God we haven't even gotten. It. We, no, tried never to, we tried to well, show concern, and you no, just no, no, brushed no, it off I'm, so I'm fast. Fine. I'm fine. <laughs> it all started with some abdominal pain. The, the frequencies of these summer, of these symptoms got me worried. And so worried that I went to the hospital to see what it is. And the doctor told me I've gotten infected with intestinal worms. And he told me that these worms in particular are highly dangerous and I should get operated on. He did the removal operation and offered me some pills. And nope. then he said I should take uh, some more pills to prevent future infection. Despite taking the pills a few weeks later, I felt the same symptoms. Mm -hmm. This is like bad. Yeah, it is. I had to return to the doctor to get operated on again. It's nematodes. And yeah. he gave me. He, yeah, <laughs> I know. Let me guess to the end. Oh, I don't know. He gave me those and pills. And he gave again. me those pills again. Now I know what the coincidence is. But another few weeks later, I got infested again. This is ridiculous. And that wasn't all. I got re I got reinfected. This is ridiculous. I got reinfected numerous times. What the hell are these pills if they don't do their job? One day I squeezed a pill too hard and it opened. Strangely, the interior was filled with some white foam. On the day of the seventh operation, I regained consciousness during the operation, but luckily I was still numbed. When I turned towards the doctor, I saw, to my horror, that he was eating the freshly removed worms. And I could see Kiss's cool. reaction immediately. He'd just be like, uh, did you even pay for those worms? Did you pay for those? those are my worms. So he was using me as a worm harvest because he wanted to eat um He wanted worms. to eat worms. Yeah. The, yeah. the Oogie Boogie Man. Remember there, there was a wrestler, yeah. Boogie Man or something no, like that. You're thinking of the villain from Nightmare Before Christmas, the no. Oogie Boogie Man who's made of worms. I know yeah, that, but bugs. there's also a pro wrestler who like would eat worms. I, that rings a vague bell. Yes, yes. Which one was that? It was the, controversial. The guy that the voodoo guy? Uh, no, that was no. just Papa Shango. This guy was like legit. He would legitimately eat worms. Oh, nematodes are round worms. Oh, they're gross. The boogeyman. Yeah, the, the boogeyman. Boogie All right. Well, there it is. A scary kind of medical one. Yeah. Yeah. Fly from your grave. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, 
you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanadas already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, this one's called Same As It Ever Was. Same, Same as, as It, it ever, ever Was. This is not... Oh, sorry. Tip. Submitted by Sticky Dot. This is not my beautiful house. I love that song. I do, too. This is not my beautiful wife. Yep. 
Lyrics from Once in a Lifetime. Yes, indeed. The only song by Talking Heads that most people know. That's yeah, not true. Yeah, people he's, know Burning Down the House. It's a smart, it's a smart thing. For it's yeah, sticky not to is. say, but I do it. They're one of the most famous bands of all time. Yeah, they are. But it's the most relevant song in my life right now. This wasn't my house. And that wasn't my wife. God, this is cool. It's like that chick on the plane. I've said this before. It's so obvious, but they won't stop trying to fool me. My wife is five foot three with black hair and a bob cut. Okay. Beautiful green eyes. Oh, nice. Nice. Oh, What's yeah. sitting at the other side of the table is a mop. Oh, no. <laughs> a mop. Well, that's not good. <laughs> a mop that has been dyed black with those little googly eyes glued to it. I don't know. There are long strings attached to it, and they reach up through the ceiling. Oh. They should listen to less talking heads. Yeah. Whenever my, quote-unquote, wife moves, mm. she just bounces around and a high-pitched voice that sounds nothing like my wife's velvety tones and more like a muppet often accompanies it huh. aubrey and lisa don't seem to notice anything different those are my kids yeah i figured mm. but they're both two years old sure they're twins oh, oh, oh good. yeah that makes sense so well. i'm just chalking that up to childhood stupidity yeah they're just <laughs> fucking stupid yeah they're just they're kids. Fucking they're twins. they don't fucking get kids. dumb fucking two-year-olds so stare at each other all the time. don't get anything get the dumbest fucking kids on the Fuck block these moron kids this is not my house either. No, man. For one thing, the walls in my house are not colored like a coloring book, but instead painted like that of a normal person's house. Have you tried listening to James Taylor? Oh, I've I mean, seen if you fire tried and I've seen rain. It's just fire. something calming. Uh, how do you equate James Taylor? Oh, I've you mean talking heads to talking neur heads. Yeah. Too neurotic. Yeah, 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 I feel that. Yeah, talking heads have been bad effect on, Got on okay. yeah. yeah, Just yesterday morning. Well, and not know you were dumb. That song is sad. It is. It's a, it's a sad it's for the plane crash. Yeah. Another thing about this house that's weird, sure, is that all the furniture is hard. <laughs> Even the bed. I cut open a pillow yesterday, and found that it was actually a piece of puffed up cardboard. Oh like, my gosh! If I haven't received enough emails that do read like this. It would not be as scary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have seen these emails in our side stories, LPOT, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it seems like this is kind of a, maybe a setting for a, yeah. I don't know who's doing this, mm -mm. but I'm getting fed up. It's David Byrne. I haven't been able to leave the house in three damn days because my damn mop wife keeps blocking the door and saying she wants to spend more time with me. <laughs> Even sneaking out at night is impossible since the windows seem to be nailed shut. Although, I haven't seen any nails. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest mystery yet. Yep. If, this doesn't stop, <laughs> if this doesn't stop soon, I will do whatever it takes to get myself and the kids out of here. No father should no. ever get to the term whatever it takes. Absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. Next chapter. Oh. Today. Okay. I pushed my mop wife. Jesus I didn't mean to, Christ. but she forced my hand. She's still your wife. It's a mop. She was laying on the couch, pretending to watch a program on our cardboard television. <laughs> I don't. Oh, my God. When I asked her why she was doing this to me. I'm going to act all of this out tonight. Yeah. 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 Mop life. Doing what, honey? Oh, wow. She asked. <laughs> wow. And she knew damn well what she was doing. Mm-hmm. I grabbed her by the handle and shook her, screaming in her face, not seeing anything, just screaming. And ah! like a mop. Yeah. I hope she's a mop. Then I shoved her. She flew backwards and landed on the floor. 
Mop Wife then began to cry. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> not good at all. I ran for the door. The door was unlocked, so I opened it and went through it as quickly as possible. Great. Barely forgetting the fucking stupid kids. Well, they're fine. They're I mean, twins. yeah, they're stupid. They they're fucking morons. But I came out in my bedroom, having not left the house at all. Now, this can't be a nightmare. It's lasted far too long. Yeah, yeah. But now my mop wife won't speak to me. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Lord, you're going to have to talk to your shovel mistress. And Absolutely. The, and the children seem frightened that daddy will hurt them, too. I would never hurt my kids. Sounds like something that someone's about to hurt their kids would say. No, he said he would never. Yeah, okay. Chapter three. Aubrey was replaced yesterday. That's one of my kids. Yes. It's not that. In, yes, there's only three characters. So yeah, we caught up. I'm caught up. She's fucking idiot anyway. A small dustpan took her place. <sighs> she sounds just like her mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh this is just only it pretends to speak like a baby. Is this like a janitor's like fantasy or something? It might be. Aubrey could say full sentences before. I've taken to ignoring her and not letting Lisa out of my sight. Lisa's the other kid. The other, kid, the other kid, yes, mm -hmm. of course. I, I don't want them to take her too. While Mop Wife was pretending to cut up chicken for dinner, which meant she was bobbing up and down in front of a cutting board with raw meat and a knife on it. I came up with a plan. I kind of want to see this show. I know. It's like, I want to see this show. Let's option this. Yeah, because it's not even about the mop or the dustpan. It's no. about the argument they had. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Chapter four. Okay. I cut her strings. Mop wipes, not dustpan Aubrey's. Okay. Real or not, I will never hurt my children. See? They don't hurt the child. Dustpans don't have strings, do they? They're just, it's just keyed. Oh. She fell to the floor, milk pouring out of her mop strand hair, and the voice shrieked. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> the house shook, and I fell to my knees. Lisa held on to Aubrey and was starting to be lifted into the air. I grabbed them both and pulled them back down as best as I could, but whatever was controlling the strings was too strong. Oh. All I could do was watch as Lisa and Dustpan Aubrey were pulled into the ceiling. Cool. I climbed up on a chair and slammed the remains of Mop Wife against the ceiling, screaming for them to return my children, but it accomplished nothing. <laughs> it accomplished nothing. Not, not, nothing at all, apparently. I'm alone now in this cardboard house. It's like a screwdriver or something. I think this is a screwdriver talking. I've been writing down every possibility. Aliens, government social experiment, psychotic breakdown, but nothing makes sense. I mean, if it was to Billy Joel, this might all just be piles of spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> also, I heard a remake of We Didn't Start the Fire with new modern, modern stuff. I don't want to get into Horrible. It sounds awful. Horrible. Sounds awful. Awful, bro. Awful. Whatever had me has abandoned me. The food ran out two days ago, and I've been eating cardboard. <laughs> Right. I mean, that's. He's a bug. Is he like a cockroach? He's I wonder cockroach. if my real family is in a cardboard house somewhere else. But mostly, I regret killing my mop wife. See, I like life during wartime. Mm, yeah. It's a great song. She wasn't my beautiful wife. No. But it was better than being alone here. And that shows. Well, don't just chase everybody away because even shitty company. His company. Well, right. maybe, maybe. Also, Perry Saturn, a wrestler, he had to have a, an entire uh, storyline involving a mop as punishment. 
Interesting. Yeah, because he hurt somebody in the ring. Oh, oh that shit. was a great I like story. That story. I actually like so it. I love that story. So it's what a great is story. it? What is the guy? The he's guy's gone nuts. He's just a guy. Oh, he's just crazy. I don't he's know crazy. I don't know if he's gone nuts. I think he's just got a mop wife. No. I think. Oh that my it, god. It sounds like something. Everything stopped becoming real to him. But I don't know. I feel like I was waiting for like it all to sort of make sense, but it didn't. Like but I still reveal. like the story. I yes. love the story. Yeah, I love the story. I, I like. What the, did you like about it the most? The mop wife. The mop wife. Of course. Yeah, and the and the and the, and the, and the voice. But what about the, Lisa? He never even cared about Lisa. No, he didn't care about Lisa. She got taken up through the ceiling, but the strength. She was with Aubrey. Yeah, she. Aubrey dustpan. Aubrey grabbed onto her and Lisa, then pulled her. Oh, pulled okay. Her I like it's like a Pee Wee Herman world. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I yeah, love it. Except it's not bit. supposed to be a Pee Wee Herman. No, world. he just wakes up one day. He's got mop wife. What if Pee Wee Herman is in hell and this is a reality now? I actually really like that concept, though. I don't for a show. Pee Wee in hell? Not in real life, but in a show, it'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's true. All right. Well, very scary. Strange. I actually like that. I like. I love that. I don't like the idea of cardboard in my pillow. No, I mean they're actually it's mostly cardboard anyway. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's, there's no, I don't think there's, there's a single, no cardboard. Anyway, move there's on. No Harry. cardboard in my pillow. <laughs> there ain't no, no one cardboard. Can see, no one can see. Uh, uh, I think you're wrong, face. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready? Here we yeah, go. It's like some cover band that does that. We didn't start the fire, but with all like, it's like Kavanaugh. I'd rather oh, be dead. So oh, I'll never hear that. I, would I know. Rather. I was like, what the fuck no. is this? Because I heard the beginning of the song. I was like, I'm starting. I'm ready to get JFK. No. Nothing. If it literally, awful. if if that is real, it is real. I'll like buy, I I would rather buy like Jason Aldean. I'll just like buy his whole <laughs> discography rather than listen to that. Yeah, it was horrible. Here we go. Case file too spooky. Yeah, <laughs> for too real. Yeah. Submitted by Thomas F. Johnson. Oh. Too spooky to be funny. Esquire, Esquire, <laughs> indeed. Crack, crack, crack. Went the timbers on the pier. <laughs> Is, is it supposed to, to be sung? No, no, I don't think no, no, so. It's not can, supposed hey, to be sung. It's a, the creepypasta is all about interpretation, so okay. he can interpret it however he likes. It's like uh, in Italy, right? Just, you get different pasta dish, whether it's Venetian, Tuscan, Sicilian. Because it could be red. Crack, 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 crack when the timbers. Crack, you, crack, crack, crack when the timbers, the timbers on, on the floor. the agent in the hazmat suit stepped off on the... All right, here we go. <laughs> I love that it's song. To go. I do like That's that. a hit song. Crack, 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 crack the timbers on the beer. Yeah. I don't know the rest of it, though. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'll still do it. Spooky. We've sold ads in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, spooky. Crack, crack. Crack. With the timbers <laughs> on the floor. I'm just going to move on. As the it's agent. Too fun. I know, I do like it too. It's like, like when we were in Scotland and we all just started dancing because we heard fiddle music. Fiddle music. And we're just like, our knees are yeah, moving. Yeah, like my whiteness just like made my spirit alive. The agent in a hazmat suit stepped off the one person government issued motorboat. <laughs> flap, flap, flap with the tape. <laughs> I don't why is he doing this? Why is Thomas F. Johnson doing this? Tommy, why are you doing it like this? Flap, 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 flap. <laughs> with the tape marked. Do not enter. Quarantine. Being pushed back to the oh, agents. This is what I love to hear about. Stepped under to see what the damage was. Hiss. Went the compressed air <laughs> to the cattle boat gun. And his, his side, his, 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 his aggravated. Yeah, it's extremely he, aggravated. Thomas Johnson. It's hard to keep moving. It, it's a long story. Yeah, he's got a style. He's got a style. Oh my like god! That. Yeah, this is really long. Okay, let's go. And yeah. it's the sigh as the agent thought he at least their deaths will be quick and painless, and shriek went the man dragging himself down the pier, screaming under the weight of the cartoon witch shape. 
head-shaped tumor crushing his spine. Big tumor shaped like a witch. Yeah, so oh. this guy, he's looking, it's a tumor shaped like a witch on him, right? Yeah, gotcha. and, yeah and he's a government agent, and he's got a cattle gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, you know, like, they get... They, you, you know, the, the bolt thing. Yeah, 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 sure. Guns, no good. Like the big boss man yeah. used to have. Yeah, yeah. The guns, or the no Mounties. Yeah. It's like yeah. the Mounties. Remember yeah. them? Tight team. I'm, I'm thinking wrestling today. The agent looked down. The man was weeping and moaning like a cuck. <laughs> as the great green head tumor cackled mindlessly. <laughs> it's like Evil Dead. It was proper protocol to take out any stragglers on the course to patient zero. He placed the bolt gun to the man's head. He, ma- he placed the bolt gun to the man's head, and mercy was granted. The cacophonous hecatome became more evident as he stepped into the town of Port Risley. A cartoon Halloween hell out of Bosch. Cartoonish spooks growing like great fungal cancer gardens of orange and black and purple. It's a Halloween virus. It's a hack. Yeah. It's a Halloween oh, virus. This it. is very um. This is very a uh, Crystal World. JJ Ballard. Yeah. And then also, I just realized, oh, No Country for Old Men. Wasn't that the guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a flip a coin. I'm a flip a coin. <laughs> flip the coin. Flip, flip the coin. Cackling jack-o'-lanterns grew out of the sides of buildings like fleshy warts and ghost-like white masses dragged their way out of a sewer as he walked past. A dog was dragged past the agent howling as the giant goggle-eyed spider attached to its head walked down the asphalt. (laughs) Mindlessly drooling pseudo-Draculas, pseudo-Frankensteins tugged at the cars as they bulbously protruded from dragging their useless limbs in a way that should not exist. Wow, this is if an, it's as hmm. Annihilation meets uh, Spirit Halloween. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. There yes, were corpses everywhere, of course. Of corpse. Oh my God. There were cor- corpses everywhere, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Colorful blights of spooky cancer crushing pale and bloodless bodies of men, women, and children like piles of Halloween decorations. Almost comical. There weren't so many of them crushed between twitching goblins, mummies, and eyeballs, smothering the faces of the dead, clawing, screaming against sidewalks and edifices of still-moving mummies and eyeballs and stretched black cats. Cool. I like how I want Halloween to come already. The agent felt like he was choking on his own heart as he walked through the streets, granting bitter mercy to whatever he could. Men, women, children, animals. There was no cure for the sickness of the world, no escape, whether as a victim or a watcher. Hmm. Every step he hoped it might get better, and every step he was further gouged in the soul as the baroque Halloween plague continued unstopping. The living amongst them were the worst. A line of huge skeletons merrily danced on streets of tumorous jack-o'-lanterns mm-hmm. and black cats as the people growing out of them screamed in pain. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Oh, kind of fun, though. Wow. Right? The a child was dragged by its leg as a huge purple owl flapped and flew from building to building in the same mindless pattern over and over again. A tangle of humans are trapped scalp first in a meaty rat king of Draculus and Wolf <laughs> as they fought over the scraps of corpses living in the street. Corpses oh, living in the street. Wow, that's, yeah, don't just yada yada that. That's huge. These corpses <laughs> I are mean, living in the street. They're dead in the street. If they were living, no, they'd be out there doing karaoke. They they'd be that, telling oh. that girl that they loved them, but they didn't. Also, speed of owls, you know Big Boy from Outcast? Mm-hmm. He has owls. Wow. And he, he records with them. That's actually very cute. Isn't that cute? It's adorable. Yeah. A whole haunted house the size of a porter job 
John was dragging itself <laughs> through the street, leaving wow. a smear of the wreckage and humanity growing out of it as it went nowhere in particular. All were given mercy as the agent could as he walked towards his destination. A sign reading, Cost Low Costumes, was his destination in the middle of the piles of dying and undying that nearly blotted out the heavens. The brickwork and windowsill barely visible amongst the meat growing from the rancid edifice when he stepped upon it in this heart of this hell. <laughs> the Halloween core. Everyone could find it in some discount aisle on November 1st. It was growing from that building's walls. Moving, howling, hooting, choking, croaking, laughing, cackling, moaning. Every noise you can imagine. Yelling, creaking. I feel that. Grumpy. Also, it is a good reminder. If you do want Halloween decorations for you next year, you get them. I just no, bought you my get them. No, you, I you just get bought them now. A, I just bought a giant animatronic Mars Attacks alien that I'm going to use in my front yard. I Wonder. do love that. But what I was going to say is you buy them the day after October, uh, after Halloween, because then they're on sale. No, you yeah. buy them early so you get them in. Because a lot That's of them exactly are not what available. I was saying. Right out. now, you're actually buying them at peak price. They run them out. They run out. You bought them at the right time. <laughs> You didn't get the deal. No, they run out. A ghost-like lump of white pointed at the agent going, Oh, <laughs> as he went in. Oh, oh yeah, look at that. That's scary. He paid it no mind. The lumps of pumpkin, witch, and skeleton were only denser inside there, with only a few glimpses of musty floorboards and half-torn piles of costumes being gnawed upon by mummies and tiny and trees. He loves mummies. He does love mummies, does love mummies. and the word edifice. <laughs> yeah, I love mummies too. I think that mummies don't get enough play. I think that mummies need to be redone in a way that's for the kids, right? So they gotta actually have tits love to and this. a dick, and they need to go to high school and do cocaine. Can we do the revisionist history with the mummy like we do with the zombie? Can we have fast mummies? Why can't they be fast? Well, I feel like I guess the mummy, that the movie, mummy, but was, the mummy didn't. It's more that the curse, I want like the classic mummy. It yeah. shouldn't matter about the speed of the mummy because the curse is all encompassing. Right. Mm. right. It moves at the speed of curse. Yes. <laughs> Which is quite sounds. fast. Which Absolutely, is it is. You're already dead. Yes. Why? The agent thought. Is the story continuing? Why? <laughs> Why did yeah. you have to do this to yourself, to them? Why didn't you listen? He reached the back door, grabbing the knob and the eyeball growing through it. And inside upon the wall, covered in the tumors, to the point where it was almost impossible to tell where the tumors began and the human ended, was a man in a shredded, cheap magician's outfit, with eyes, begging for death. Hello, Smarty? The man on the wall slurred, drool coming out of what it could only barely be seen as a, as a mouth. Oh. A limp wand lay in his right hand, oh. a busted top hat on his head. Hello, Frank, the agent said. <laughs> so he walked up with the catapult gun in front. So he knew him. Yeah, he knew him. Smarty. Smarty. Jesus, Henry. His name's Marty. Henry's drooling. Smarty. <laughs> I guess I went too far this time. <laughs> I went too far this time, Smarty. The man said, yes. Yes, you did. The agent said as he put the cattle bolt gun against what could be faintly discerned as the man's head uh. amongst the pumpkins and tumors. Smarty, please, yeah, please kill me. Yeah, yeah, I think that's please at this point. Yeah, he breathed. The tumors pulsed as they sounded in hollow, mindless screams. And the agent obliged. So you see, there's I do a, not see. There was a magician, yes. and the magician 
He did it. He did so, it. So the magician caused a, magician named a curse Frank in a Halloween adventure. knew the one guy named Marty from the CDC to right. arrive to shoot him in the head. Was so he, he was a magician. I, I think so. I think no, they said no, that. It was just, it never said just a one person government. He's from the government, but it never said that he was from the CDC. And to think this all started with crack, 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 with the timbers on the pier as the agent in the hazmat suit. We were so happy in the beginning. Really I know. Were. Well, yeah. I, so he, so the magician worked there. He he made a curse. Yeah, and then everything came to life, and then he had to be shot. Well, the everything everything began growing out of everything else. Everything right. Halloween became tumorous. I do understand it, it did grow. It did grow, and this is I the point during that, the show at this point because every time we do a creepypasta, there are somebody out there that was being like, "You're not taking it seriously." <laughs> what are you talking about? I was I super like, serious. This is one of those where I feel like they're gonna be like, "Um, they was actually quite good because, as you see, Halloween is a bit of a thought epidemic." And you're like, "Get it is away from my family." <laughs> this Halloween, we should all go with people just with normal diseases that'll take us all. I have cancer. That's great. Perfect costume. <laughs> That's all. What's your costume? You might have cancer. <laughs> All right. You just sound like a libertarian. You know what I mean? Like that thing is just ruining yeah, people's cancer. fun. Yeah. Hardened of the liver. Hardening of the liver. <laughs> yeah, that's my costume. Uh, I am the knight. They call him Sir Osis. <laughs> Bag Lady. That's the name of this next story. Bag Lady by Brian Shadensack. The PTA meeting started. Okay. The PTA meeting started. Fred Williams, the head of the PTA, stood up. Thank you for attending the monthly... Oh, the bag lady interrupted. No one liked the bag lady. Uh, seems to be a different language there. <laughs> well, this is, that's Latin. Yeah, so it Lupe seems as if... No, no, don't, don't help him. Don't help him. Lupe is sorry at pure alienes in non-denominates. Pesco, options, <laughs> No, no. <laughs> give it no. Give it a real shot. Right, look at the letters. <laughs> look at the, like, not to be anything. Look at the letters. So Latin's easier than you think it is, right? No, because it's not. It's easy. It's, they say it's one of the most difficult languages it's one of the in the world. Most That's difficult why languages to understand. To understand, yeah, but because... to read, it's just noises. So if you look at the <laughs> letters, so yeah, lupi, lupi esuri, a puris alienus non damo a. Esurentes, Pescurius, Omnius, et Omnia. That's very good. That's very good. I feel like it's the Vatican set at a Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so I did that. Yeah. Fred Williams, the head of the PTA, bled from the mouth, the nose, the ears, and the eyes. What the fuck? People wanted to interrupt the bag lady. No one did. She's seeing Latin like she's scary. In like fact, she's like, like she's like possessed by a devil. In fact, Cynthia Rock, the gym teacher, she rubbed her chest. There was still a staple in her heart from when she interrupted the bag lady. From when she interrupted yes, the bag lady. Last time, last PTA meeting, and the bag lady apparently stayed <laughs> stapled her, her, her in the chest. She stapled yeah, yeah, it, sure, and, sure. It, and it was in her heart, and they didn't remove it. It's, the, I think they understand. Okay. I don't know why in these short stories they give a full name and a role. Cynthia like, well, Rock. Cynthia Rock, Cynthia the gym, gym teacher, means nothing. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? It means a lot. They're at a PTA meeting. Okay. So, yes. Nask. Cuki, Novus, Rerum, Tractair, Fiscus, Riscus, Dautios, Gymnasium, Tecto. You sound like a real Rerum reading Latin. <laughs> Continued the bag lady. And no one liked the bag lady. No one liked the bag lady. <laughs> no man. one liked the bag lady. I wish I knew what those curses meant. Yeah. I mean, here, I'll look it up. Yes. Um, no, because obviously it means gym. We have gymnasium. You look up the first one, I'll look up the second one. I think one. she actually caused a rupture in her rectum. 
<laughs> that's I think that's what that means. There's a burning. There's a in rupture in her rectum. That's what happened with that manatee. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know the one who oh. got fucked to death by the brother. Bag lady. Oh, this is just says it. Oh, from this thing. Oh, oh, this is this is fun. Uh, okay. So the second one. Okay, so here's what the bag lady said. The first one is what? The first one, the bag lady said, wolves starve and do not harm strangers' children and feed the hungry all in sundry. The second one said, we are also dealing with new things in the fun for the revival of the gymnasium roof. Oh, that's actually oh, well, really that's fun. Nice. So the bag lady was just doing nothing but good stuff here. Yeah, yeah, she's just evil. Yeah, she's evil. And then she's also adding... She's in the meeting. She's in the meeting. And adding curses. (laughs) Yeah, at the same time. All right. Well, what a great story. The (laughs) bag lady. Uh, This this next one, it's apparently from a series of creepypastas called The Boxes. Okay. It's by Sam Miller. And this one is called Horse Hole. Yep. (laughs) Okay. Good. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A room. The color red. Neighing. (laughs) I awake. I see a huge thing in front of me. It is freakishly tall with lanky and knobbly legs covered with pinkish skin and sparse hairs. Hey, you want to play me in Madden? <laughs> yeah, is this another joke about me? Wow, how creative. Don't want to play me in Madden. It has a torso. You don't want to play me in Madden. I'll beat you in Madden. It has a torso, but it is so far away from me so as to be nigh unnoticeable. Oh. Its head, if it even has one, is completely hidden. In the reaches of the sky, it bellows. Hello, soldier. If you are to be here, I would recommend being wary of my children. Ah, I have forgotten to introduce myself. I am horse. Uh, hi, uh, horse. No, it is horse. Okay, okay, okay. Horse. (laughs) Where are we? Instead of responding... The we ex- just gonna do this together. I just saw this thing. I figured it would help him. That's kind of cheating a little bit, though. It's kind of cheating a little bit. Yeah. Instead of respond, why is it cheating? Because also, you guys, all of your quotes are in English, by the way. <laughs> you I did was, good. I wasn't able to have quotes in English. You <laughs> honestly, you you made a lot of those sounds. You mm-hmm. did good. Mm-hmm. Instead of responding, the equine beast simply gallops and leaps over the immense walls of the chamber I'm in, neighing as it goes along. <laughs> I see a hole in the ground where one of horses' hooves was sitting, carved from whatever material the floor is made of. Rough stairs crawl around its circular shape down into the pitch darkness. Since there really isn't any other way out of here, I climb down the circular staircase. Darkness, darkness, Hmm. darkness. Step, step, step. More darkness. More steps. Sure. Stairs in the dark, yes. Sure. Careful. I see a patch of lit steps and continue crawling towards them. A hole dug into the side of the staircase. I see light at the end of it. I crawl into it so that I can have something to do besides keep on crawling downwards and downwards. I crawl up into it and keep on crawling through it. Okay. I crawl past dirt and roots and worms and things. Is this allegorical? It's allegorical. A single fat grub. Falls in front of my face. And I look. My name is Fat Grub. <laughs> hey, don't you say that about yourself. I would like to say I'm not fat. I'm just big bones, but I don't have any bones. Yeah, in front of your head. I'm We're like pretty hot and tempting, remember? <laughs> Thank you. I look down. It has the head of a fat-eyed fetal horse. Oh, my God. What are we reading? I don't know. I have no idea what these are. The light at the end of the tunnel. 
<laughs> what is this? I don't this know. is my taste. Yeah, I know. This is what he likes. True. It's a grub with a fat horse's head. The light at the end of the tunnel gets even closer. I'm crawling to it still. Yeah. And it is beginning to take shape, indistinct, shadowy, with the exception of the two orbs of light. They are blind white eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I crawl forward even further. I can see the thing's head. I can see its great flat teeth. Yeah, it's a horse. I can, <laughs> yeah, it's just a horse. I can see its pallid and wet skin. It's a wet horse. I can see hooves. We still don't know where he is, though. Poking from under its flabby mass. I get close to it, and it lurches while moaning. <laughs> Uh-oh. A drawn-out nay. Nay. <laughs> no, but it's more moaning. Nay. <laughs> It slowly drags its mass forward, the dirt of the tunnel walls crumbling against the equine mass. I edge away from the immense creature. It speeds up its crawling, its dragging. It nips at my clothing and at my skin with its huge, jumping teeth. It speeds up. It speeds up. I crawl ever frantically. Its pale and flabby flesh rubs against the dirty surface, tearing at the skin and rending the tunnel. It I mean, reacts to neither of yeah, this. I would never do of, any. I don't like horses. A lot of these are just about flabby flesh. <laughs> he just, he just, it only continues to crawl at me in ever-increasing speed, ravenously gnashing and nipping and chewing. The pale beast and I get to the edge of the tunnel, but it keeps on crawling and crawling, crawling and, and crawling. pushing and pushing. Yep. Yeah. The both of us fall from the tunnel, hit the dingy stairs, and fall down the hole. I can see the immensity of the beast now. Its white, fleshy body worming its way out of the tunnel indefinitely. Is there any editors for these? I feel like we are missing parts of the story. Okay. We fall. We fall. Yeah. We fall. I, you know, you just got to say it once. I assume you're continuing to fall until you tell me you stopped. We fall. Just continue to fall. I just, they, this so guy why don't wrote you just this. say we we're fall? Jesus Christ. Something soft and solid. I farted. <laughs> I farted when he did that. He was scary. I actually was kind of afraid I was going to poop. Yeah, well, it was scary. I get up and I see. I might need to. The pale thing's whole wormy body is still... Falling. falling. Oh my yeah. God. Oh, I thought it would be crawling. Yeah, that's actually, that is true. The ground is hairy. The ground is meaty. I can see a shape turning about in the distance. Did you read my story, Dad? <laughs> Dad, it's I rude. left my story out for you to read. Did you read it? It's really good, really creative. I walk to it. <laughs> Come on now. It Come is, on now, get him. Son, actually, I was reading I actually think you need to describe the falling one more time. <laughs> <laughs> it is an immense head of some equine thing. A massive mutant tumor covering the area where its eyes should be. A lot of tumors. Yeah. It just happened to be a, it's a tumor. tumor it's, a tu it's a tumor episode. Creepy, you know, there's a lot of tumors. 19, a lot of tumors. It's not a tumor, but in this case, in this, it's, it's, a it's, lot, it's a lot of tumors. a lot of tumors. Aquarium? The head swivels. It swivels to face me. It bellows. <laughs> I edge away from the head. I wander in the <laughs> edge away from the head. I wander in the horsescape. Horsescape. <laughs> I do God, like all right. I, I kind of like this. This horsescape. It's just netscape. I love this. With shit. I love this story so much. I find more heads. Some with similar tumors. Hi. Others with immense 
bulging eyes. Where's my glasses? <laughs> wow, there's so much more to this story to come, too. <laughs> Welcome to the this horsescape. Is... Hope you brought your hoof cleaner. It's almost just begun. <laughs> I do. I always carry hoof cleaner with me, though. Yes, you never know when you're going to get lucky. There are even some horses which have fangs rather than the usual flat teeth sure. of a horse. Really sure. difficult with the oats. <laughs> oh, very. I meet a mass of hooves. Head nowhere to be found. Legs knotted together to form some strange thing. It approaches me and begins to beat in my body. It beats my head in with its flat and hard horse feet. I am powerless to do anything. I yeah. haven't had any food for days upon days. Well, this is falling. why it's so yeah. important to vote. Absolutely. They, they're <laughs> only as good as the people we put in. So if you're in the horsecape, yeah. this is the people. This is the kind of shit that you are responsible for. You need to be voting in the horsecape. Elections of consequences. The equine mass is too strong and violent for me to eat any meat from the ground. Because remember, uh, the ground eat. is yeah, yeah, the ground. Well, remember the ground is hairy and made of meat. Well, you but you can't trust it. You no, can't trust no, it. But if you're starving, not. you're gonna try it. Oh, sure. My body is broken and bruised and cut and hurt by the mass of hooves and feet. I can do nothing. I am killed, and I will rot forever and ever in the void of horses I am in. So, Dad, do you think that maybe? This will get me a publisher? <laughs> I actually think it might work. Yeah, I'm well connected. Well, looks like you didn't follow my advice, stranger. Oh, God. Okay, I could have a use for you now. Billy! The massive hooves hobbles forward on its many legs. See, that, son, I like your that, I like his son. How you have used your own name in here. That Billy. Yeah, that's you. Really nice. That's no, why we named you Billy. Billy's the massive hooves. Oh, Billy, it's the oh, Billy the Hooves. Yeah, oh, Billy is the mad Billy the Hooves. Billy! And that's also my mother's name. Yes, and your father's. Yeah, my father's name is Bill. <laughs> Take the stranger to my room. <laughs> I must work on them. Yes. Billy the Hoof thing. <laughs> Come on now. Here we go. <laughs> Billy the <laughs> Billy the hoof thing grabs my pallid and weak body with some of its many legs and drags me away into the darkness. I open my eyes and look down. My hands are not hands. Are they hooves? Hooves. <laughs> wow. Hooves. Hey. Whoa. Hooves. Ah, good morning, child. Horse bellows. Would you like to see your new face? A mirror in the shape of a horse. <laughs> is he going to have a horse face? <laughs> no, okay. A mirror in the shape of a horse is placed in front of me, and I see what I look like. Three immense eyes with long lashes gaze at me, placed on a mouthless mutant mass with eight knobbly and lanky and awkward legs holding it up. A long tail of meaty quality drags behind me. <laughs> meaty quality. I am I horse. So, Dad, well, what was fantastic. weird is that when I, I gave my sword to my guidance counselor, yeah. he, what he did was that he brought some application in for the grocery store. Yeah, it was really bizarre. He said something about how yeah. I, like, I am a horse. I am a horse. I am a horse. I just and did. What I a just also just, but now he can eat. No, he can eat. Well, he doesn't. Because eat. I think I he can eat the ground I think, stuff. I don't think he needs to eat because I don't know if the horses eat. Wait, I guess they, they do. They would eat. have to. I think he can eat the ground stuff. Well, it's horsecape. I feel like this is yeah. a place where maybe we don't know all the physics. I don't think we know the rules of the horsecape. I mean, I went to that rodeo 
And I'll tell you one thing: these horses are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay, you we horses are. I, this I whole, love horses. I mean, we stunning went creatures. A whole thing on side stories where he talked about an, an almost they are gorgeous erotic are. sense. Not erotic. No, not erotic. Just I know beautiful I, creatures. Him. I'm exactly on the same page as you, Ben. But horses are absolutely beautiful, beautiful creatures. And you know what? We still, when you're going 66 miles per hour, that's horsepower. Mm-hmm. Still, yeah, we still. still gauge it on horsepower. You guys are coming at me real hard about how beautiful <laughs> horses are, and I'm I. Get, you know what? I think they're nice. When I, I think th- you're gonna have to stand, you're gonna have to sit on my shoulders at the next rodeo, and then you'll say, "Ben, there's something in the bag." Ben, look, it's the horse. That's right. That's the horse. When I go back home to Texas, one of the first things I do is I go out and I say hi to the horses because that, the horses. I haven't been able to say hi to a horse in a long time, and they're so beautiful Put and so nice. Hot dog in his mouth. So and what they, I hope you do, you better read this story to the to horse. Some of the horses, to some of the horses. Oh, they're not all of the horses it. are gonna love if it. If you go up to the main one and do the whole like, "Hello, stranger, if you are to be here, I would recommend." Being Wary of my children. Uh, I right. forgot to introduce myself. I am horse. They remember him. I they am remember. Horse. They remember me. They do remember me. I know they do. Yeah, they go like, uh, uh, <laughs> no asshole safe. All right. Live from your grave. How do we continue? I guess we do. We, we just, we have just to. keep we shouldering can, forward. It's like can, the Marines say, the only way through, the only way to finish is through. Out. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> this next one, this is Henry's. It's submitted by. Rakshasharani. It's called The Daddy Face. Yes, it's called The, the Daddy Face. A lot of stuff frowning <laughs> because dads are always disappointed. Kind of subconscious stuff here. I like this. So I like this. Always like when he chooses that we can peer in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Into my subconscious? Oh, yes, yeah. of course. Really? Yeah, it's amorphous horse-like creatures. You're talking about your father. Also, your mother's mother, name is Billy. They are the and same. Don't, don't, they're not the same they're name. They're not the same because Bill no. and Billy are very different names. No, my father's um, name is William. My mother's name is Billy. Yeah, is Williamina. Yeah. My grandfather's name was also Billy. I was His name was Billy Wayne. Billy Wayne. I, and we know Billy Wayne Davis is a fabulous comedian. comedian. Absolutely. Absolutely. First time I met him, that's what I told him. So my grandfather's name is Billy Wayne. And, what and he f- said... Great. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Yes. Well, oh, here we go. It's very similar to when we uh, interviewed somebody who was a victim of a serial killer, I, and Henry just said she reminds him of his aunt. I reminds, said that she, I mean, she did look very similar yes. to my aunt. I don't which, think that's a bad thing. No one wants to be like, oh, you look like my aunt. I didn't say my, my dead aunt by suicide. <laughs> I didn't say like my aunt who was all jacked up yeah. that I hated to look at because I threw up when I looked at her. Yeah. My nice aunt. I like. My aunt. Okay. Look, the Reynolds family weren't bad kids. I was in class with the brother, Randy, and my friend Marcy was in little sister's class. I never did anything that you'd expect abused children to do. They were pretty much normal, if quiet kids. What happened to them might have stayed a secret if we didn't start carpooling the school. Oh. And this whole thing was written by the gas companies. Absolutely. The it's, about sponsoring, it's about sponsoring more driver's cigars. High week. occupancy vehicle for anyone wondering. Yeah, that wouldn't really make sense because carpooling is bad for the gas industry. That's what I'm saying. It's anti-carpooling. Anti-carpooling. Ah. Yeah. Commentary. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Reynolds had a station wagon and a greasy mullet. This was the period of time when the 80s were still haunting the 90s. So it wasn't too out of place then. 
I remember he teased me and Marcy a lot when he picked us up. The kind of teasing adults play off as funny, but it's actually really mean. I remember yeah. that, like my buddy that I came up with, uh, used to celebrate their own holiday instead of Christmas called Hungarian Day because the dad was like all fucked up. But he used to drink a lot. Or was the dad like, just Hungarian? He was just a, you know, he was a very bad alcoholic. Oh, and, very mean. and he used to drive the old fashioned driving with the beer in his knees. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he'd hold his beers for him and stuff. It was, oh, it's it's nice. fun in a way. It, it is fun in a way, well. but as an adult, you're like, oh, that was probably, he'd probably be very really sad. Very, very sad. Very sad for everyone. Yeah. yeah. He was a sad man. Sad um, Hungarian man. See, I remember he called Marcy ketchup because of her red hair, which made her face turn red. So then he called her tomato. <laughs> I hate this guy. God, I've never seen kids look as uncomfortable as the Reynolds kids were in that car that day. The quiet, funny Randy I knew on the playground was gone. He and his little sister Lillian were frozen in place. Oh, that's my grandmother's name. Lillian. Like, rab- like rabbits when you open their cage. Randy in the front seat. That left me and Marcy in the back seat with Lily between us. Of course, me and Marcy wanted to talk. We've been friends forever. And since we lived on the same street, we weren't loud or hyper. We were just talking quietly about things we loved. Then Mr. Reynolds asks, do you want to be quiet or do you want me to show you the daddy face? Oh, I, I mean, he chose it. he chose to read it like that. He, he chose, I mean, honestly, he though, chose to put it in a okay, Do you yeah, want I'll me to be quiet or you want me to show you the daddy face? Yeah, Either yeah, way, it's, yeah. it's, it's you, all right, I'll do it scary. This is yeah. scary. Okay, scary. Yeah. Hey, do you want me to be quiet or do you want me to show you the daddy face? But that's the thing that's scary. Sinister, that's sinister. It is scary. I, I mean, yes, vaguely sexual, but sinister. Yeah. I never knew much. I never knew much about Mr. Mrs. Reynolds. I knew she worked a lot. I don't know if she knew what her husband did when she wasn't home. How terrified her kids were of their father. When Mr. Reynolds asked that, his kids immediately started screaming and crying. Oh. Lily threw her hands over her ears. Randy just kept begging him, no, no. Mr. Reynolds was perfectly calm. He was smiling. Like I thought of it was funny. This is the creepiest one yet. He repeated the question. Do you want me to be quiet? Or do you want me to show you the daddy face? I don't want to see the daddy face. Marcy and I were very silent. Mr. Reynolds decided that since we didn't answer him, he'd show us anyway. No, that's what you told us to do was not talk. He took his hands off the steering wheel and put them on its top and bottom jaw. Like he was going to rip his face open. His eyes bulged, so they sort of pointed in other directions. Randy kept screaming, begging him not to. Me and Marcy held each other, tears streaming down our faces. Lily had sunk down in her seat and thrown over her head, arms thrown over her head. Mr. Reynolds made a gagging noise. The station wagon had started drifting over the line, so a horn blast from the semi behind us broke the spell. Mr. Reynolds swore and took his hands off his face and put them back on the steering wheel, still wet with saliva. He dropped us off. He bid us a cheery goodbye. <laughs> see, kids, see tomorrow. Yeah, that, was, that wasn't horrifying like, was at all. all. Yeah. We were grim as a funeral procession all day. I was still in shock when my mom picked me up after school. She asked me what was wrong. I tried to tell her about the daddy face, but I ended up crying right there in the car. Mom was pissed. I believe that. She saw Mr. Reynolds pulling up in the station wagon and told me to wait in the car. I screamed after her. I was terrified he'd pull the daddy face on her. I didn't even know what it looked like, but I didn't want it to happen on my mother. From the distance, I saw her approach Mr. Reynolds. I could see her body language as she spoke to him. Mr. Reynolds was dismissive at first. I could see him try to play it off as a joke. Then my mom said something else. Mr. Reynolds shot me a furtive glance. My mom saw. She started back towards the car, shouting at Mr. Reynolds. Mr. Reynolds had taken on a defensive stance, making the same face he'd made when he called Marcy ketchup. 
When we pulled out, I could see that the kids had joined him at the car. The tips of Mr. Reynolds' fingers disappeared as he dug them into his son's shoulder. My mom wouldn't tell me that a conclusion that she'd come to. She just told me not to worry about it. So we stopped off for McDonald's. Oh, nice. That yeah. always cleans up the daddy face. Absolutely. Yeah. She let me get a toy and even a cola, which I normally wasn't allowed. The next day, she went to a meeting with the principal, just her, because Marcy did, hadn't told her parents, and the Reynolds parents. I don't know the exact outcome, but the Reynolds kids weren't in school the next day or ever again. Well, we grew up. Yada, yada, yada. Yes, <laughs> indeed. And me and Marcy stayed in touch. We weren't super besties. We were still friends, you know, so I guess it was kind of a shock when I found out that she had begun dating Randy Reynolds. Mm. The she, daddy face guy? No, the, the, son. the son. The son? The son oh, my God. She ran into him again, and he'd grown up rather nicely. He was polite, funny, respectful, everything his dad wasn't. Marcy had been afraid to tell me because there was still something kind of closed off about Randy that frightened her a little bit. She got, she had to know him, right? So... It was a whole thing. She dated him for three months. She got to know him pretty well. The parents had divorced. Dad just fucked off to parts of known. The little oh. sister was now studying to be a beautician. And she dated him for three months before she told me. And in all that time, she never asked about the incident in the car. But finally, one night, he looked at her and he sighed. You want to know about it, don't you? Oh, no. The daddy face. Marcy didn't answer. Randy said it was something only his dad could do. But he only did it to people who couldn't tell about it. His kids, an old homeless guy who probably pissed himself and had a stroke on the spot, a poor waitress who had given him milk instead of half and half. But the worst part, Randy said, was the very worst part is that it was, it was genetic. Because he hadn't dated too much. He was afraid to get close to anyone because he was afraid of himself. And if Marcy wanted to see it, really wanted to see it, he would show her. I know she said yes, even if she never outright admitted it, because Randy wasn't like his dad. He wouldn't spring that on somebody without asking. Marcy doesn't remember the face. She blacked out, and when she came to, Randy was gone. He stopped answering his phone, stopped going to their hangouts, and basically just disappeared from her life. Marcy still can't see too well out of her left side. Sometimes she gets these bright flashes when it's dark outside. And as bad as I feel for her, I, I think I feel worse for the Reynolds kids. Because she had only seen it once. Whoa, the daddy That was face. good. Yeah, that's why that I, was what good. I knew face? you wanted a scary What's one, so face? I gave you a scary one. What's the face? Daddy face. Yeah, but daddy. what is the face? I'm going to do the daddy face right now. The audience can't see. Okay. I'm going to do the daddy face right now. Let's see. <laughs> Sleeping while watching old I'm got sports golf. Videos. I'm gonna say golf. golf. That's a Saturday. That's a Saturday afternoon golf. I was asleep. I was resting my eyes. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's actually great, Daddy Face. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good Daddy Face. That story. is scary. Yeah, that's a scary one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yes, we yeah. all know it's that, that whole, face. It's the same bit as the Dan Aykroyd from the top of uh, the Twilight Zone movie, being like, "You want to see something really scary?" Yeah. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, this one is called the Goat. Whoa, it's about a Tom Brady. Tom Brady, <laughs> Michael Jordan. This is submitted by James B. Davis. Isn't Tom Brady Jim the only one with officially the nickname the goat? No, I mean, whatever. It's whoever you want to make it. No, you can. Uh, people call everything. Jack Nicholas with the golf. He's the goat. Well, he's yeah. the Tiger Woods bear. is the goat. Uh, and they no. say, the, uh, who's the 
LeBron, they call him the goat. The goat. Well, they just call him the like king. king. He's the king, James. Oh, oh no, the, so guy, he's who, the, king, the James. guy who was in the helicopter crash. He's the goat, right? Kobe, greatest of all time. But, yeah. No, he's Mumba. But technically, uh, technically, it is Michael Jordan. But anyway, let's do this here. The that's goat. Me. That's me. That's, I'm getting masculine. Sure. I'm supposed to see. We might see baseball tonight. That's Maybe. Right. It's well, also, it's Hello Kitty bobblehead night. I actually night. don't really want to <laughs> so, go. I don't uh, want to see that. But. Yes, indeed. All right. Submitted by James B. Davis, Ooh, the Jim goat. Jim Davis. Is this Jim Davis? The I, Jim I Davis? Think, I think this is the Jim Davis. Yeah, this is definitely. From Garfield? I've always thought that the guy, the creator of Garfield, he always goes on to weird, obscure, creepypasta forums and posts stories. I wouldn't free. be surprised. You know, my brother wrote him and Jim Davis wrote back. That's adorable. It took like two years. My brother was already out of Garfield at the time, but he still framed it. And that was very nice. That was back when you had to write letters. Yeah. Okay. I wrote a letter to Michael Jordan once. And, and I, he got back to you. Well, a representative got back to Huge. me with a printed off 8x10 glossy that had a, a it had an autograph um, on, printed on the paper. That's awesome. It, it was actually, I, I, tre- I actually cherished it throughout Somewhere my Somewhere within the Michael Jordan administration saw you were, your name you one time. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Honestly. All right. Here we go. The goat. <laughs> I have a hard time telling this story. It's a very hard part of my life uh, that I'm not completely over. Well, you know, buddy, you just go to therapy or whatever. Anyways, it's a very hard part of my life that I'm not completely over. I don't think a person could ever get over it. I'm sure that you will understand why soon enough. Although you'll probably just think I'm insane. Whoa. Wow. You're fucking nuts. Wow. I live on a farm in Mexico. We have a lot of livestock, and we have to deal with a lot of wolves and coyotes, and I'm used to dealing with them. So I really had no real expectations of anything too extreme on that night. It was a normal night. It was common for us to hear the goat scream because, as I said, there were a lot of wolves. As I was told to go out and check on the barn, armed with a shotgun, I walked out to the barn. He sounds like a man could, that, who's, who does color commentary for baseball games who's had a stroke. <laughs> and now he just sees it for people. I could hear a loud slurping sound and the sound of a goat. I looked, to see, uh, I looked to see a terrible sight. On top of the goat was some kind of reptilian creature with a large spine on its back. Chupacabra, yeah. Its head was like a dog, but it with massive fangs that dug down in the goat's neck. Its scales were bioluminescent. Bioluminescent. Bio, bioluminescent. Green and blur. Its ears were long and pointed, and it had somewhat of a humanoid stance, and its eyes were vibrantly glowing purple. Yeah. Sylvia is like an exaggerated chupacabra, but yeah. I do like the imagery. It's chupacabra. If it's a chupacabra. It, it's a chupacabra with a twist. You just wait. You just wait. There's a twist coming. I cocked the shotgun, and the creature looked up at me and hissed. <laughs> its teeth were covered in blood that dribbled down its chin. The terrible thing's horrid smell. I looked down at my goat and saw the eyes welled up with tears as he looked into my eyes. The goat's head then lifted up and smiled. It's okay, John. I like it. What? So the goat's fine with it. Why can the joke say it? Why can the goat talk? It's okay, John. Why I like it. Why doesn't he be like, help me then? No, he likes it. He's like, the goat's fine. The goat's not dead. Talking? The goat's not dead. The goat. No. I actually like it's... that. So the chupacabra and the goat are kind of symbiotic. It's okay, John. I like it. I, I like it. it. Yeah. yeah he that's, likes the, the, that's the twist is that the goat also talks. He didn't even know that because that's a double mind fuck. Oh, my mind God. Mind oh, my chupacabra's God. This, real. This and then talking. also my goat. Not only does my goat talk, but my goat knows my name. And it likes oh, having blood drawn from it because some people do have the vampire fetish. Oh, mm-hmm. No, we know that. But honestly, I think it's mostly got to do with living in New Orleans and wearing a corset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could mm-hmm. be. Could be a lot of blood up there. Mm-hmm. All right. 
Well, this one, this is another one oh, by you're... Thomas F. Johnson. We're bringing him back. <laughs> wow. I, I don't mind him. I don't mind. I imagine if I met him as a man. No, no. no. I'd enjoy him. Maybe. Yeah. What's that? This one's called Mimesis. 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 Okay. So a bit of background. Okay. I live in this dog shit neighborhood, wrong side of town in a small city. Most of the low wage jobs dried up after the factory left for God knows where. So all we got left are call centers and serving in gentrification land. Because we're living here in Island Town. <laughs> oh. I live in a shitty apartment with my mom. The streets are broken down. I go to community college. I don't got a car. Most people don't. So I mostly walk and take the bus. Okay, nothing wrong with that. Living a good life. Weird shit happens sometimes. It always does. Yeah. As is usual for what happens when you're in a poverty town. Yep. But this is some weird beyond weird shit. Like horror movie weird shit. <laughs> and and since I've been hearing some other shit from other people online, I thought I might as well share my story. The first of them. Anyway, Frank, <laughs> is that you, Frank? <laughs> Kill me. So I'm coming home from getting milk at the food city when suddenly a plastic bag starts blowing in the wind. Oh, God, let's not get American beauty on this. Nice. Fluttering up and about like they do usually. At first, I'm all like, big deal. I see lots of plastic bags in this part of town. Big deal. Yeah, trash birds. Then it starts following. <laughs> I think that's sort of unusual. So I start walking a bit faster. Nothing unusual. Just me being the kind of superstitious you get when that reptile part of your brain starts ticking. But then, you see, it speeds up too. Oh, wow. Interesting. It looks like it's fluttering hot. <laughs> even though the wind doesn't seem to be getting any higher. Oh. And it hits me on the leg. This would be okay in any normal day. A minor spook, a little laugh. Then back home with the milk. Yeah, you're gonna like that. You're gonna like they get cereal bags or and bags, some, bags just and milk. pure milk. Remember bagged milk? Yeah, no, yeah, it's Canada. But then I feel like my legs on fucking fire, and I look down. I see this bed clinging straight onto my leg, letting out some kind of liquid. But it doesn't look like a bag quite up close. So I take out my knife, the switchblade I keep, because hey, again, bad neighborhood. <laughs> You're going to want your switchblade, yeah. And I cut it off. It doesn't scream. It doesn't squeal. It barely slows down when I cut it, releasing some sort of sticky, clearish stuff. <laughs> I cut through it, yeah. potted away. It hangs on even tighter. I finally pry it off. It crumples in on itself in a soggy heap. I go a bit closer to it. It twitches. It smells like vinegar and, oh. and, and, and piss. Maybe it's a salt and vinegar bag. I retch a little as I poke it with the knife. I, it twitches a bit more. It looks like a jellyfish. More like a jellyfish than a bag up close. Though I've only really seen them in pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I haven't seen a jellyfish. <laughs> we you can't know. even think about going <laughs> on wanna. vacation. No. I've only seen a yeah. picture of a beach chair. I've never even sat on old hard sense. chairs. Hard chairs made out of old wood. Makes sense. The logo looks blurry. Like the markings on an animal. I look down at my leg. It's bleeding. I think I'm going to be late coming home with this milk. <laughs> then I hear me, this soft, wet rustling in the distance. Hey. 
I look behind me. Hey. It's a whole bunch of plastic bags coming my way. In a very familiar manner. I run, of course. But they just keep catching up. Run through the alleys to lose them. They keep following me. Climb up a telephone pole, they follow me up. Jump a fence and hide in a pool, they swim across the water even faster. Wow, he's doing a lot. Yeah, it's very athletic. Jump in the old abandoned shed and bar up the door, they crawl in the gaps in the fucking windows. Let me just go home, I think. After that, I pretty much stuck. Well past my neck of the woods, still running, barely breathing. Just me, the road, the roadkill, the desert, and the bags. And milk. I saw him coming towards me. God, I could smell the roadkill across from me. I could smell them coming towards me. The scents mingled like an acidic, necrotic wound. Then a jaw darted out from one of the things a roadkill towards a bag from the side. Like one of those alien mouth thingies, but longer and like a set of gums with gingivitis. Oh, my. I looked at where the mouth came from. It was a pile of roadkill. Looked like a cougar. A, <laughs> a, a cougar. A, maybe a horse. Maybe a horse. This guy seems no like horse. horse. Maybe, no, I'm so sick of horses. Maybe. <laughs> no more horses. <laughs> maybe a few javelinas. Maybe. Maybe just a big slag of meat that looked like something sort of like a big rotten mammal carcass. It reared up on its huge slimy legs. Like crab legs. All right. The jaws were chewing on the bag carcass. You know the bag? Yes, I <laughs> yep. remember the bag. Yes, yes, yes. yep, yep. It, it scuttled towards the I thought the, the bags were going to be more like villainous, but it seems like they're just food. It's, it scuttled towards the other bags. Big rotten holes opened up in its sides. The more jaws came out, snatching at him and chewing. Yep. It only got a few before the rest flooded away, and bobbing and frippling like the sad little sheets of plastic they looked like. It gave me hope for a moment. But then it finished wolfing the things down. Made, made short work of them, in mm, fact. Sure. And it turned towards me and started scuttling. I backed away, and then I noticed something. I'd been so occupied with the chase before yeah. that I hadn't noticed that it looked like there were two suns in the sky and that one of them was getting closer and closer. Glowing needles were coming off it as it opened wide right behind the roadkill jaw. Lord of Jungle says, there's always a bigger fish. Well, now that is just absolutely fascinating. So, Lord of the Jungle. Now, he wasn't in the jungle. He was actually in a small town. No word on how the milk is doing. I also, I also so know what had happened. I am, what happened? I actually him? think that this man should never write again. I feel like uh, Thomas I F. Johnson. I, I love Thomas. I, I love like you, Thomas. I feel like, but like Thomas, Thomas Johnson has a wonderful imagination. Okay, I, I, want to I love his stream of consciousness writing. I think he's a great writer. I do too. I honestly, I like this tone. Lord yeah. of the unique. Jungle says there's it, always a bigger. Fish. It kind of reminds me of a, almost in a. I mean, it's a big jump. But he does remind me a little bit of what Paul Delaney, what's his name? The guy that wrote wrote um Babel 17, right? Yeah, it's yeah. got a bit of a Cronenberg thing going it's on. It's got a little it's got a little bit of uh right. what's his spot? Is it Paul? Yeah, Paul Del was it Paul Delaney that was who's the author? Who's the guy that yeah, well, uh, Samuel R. Delaney. 
Samuel R. Delaney. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes, Rob. Yes. Yeah. Samuel R. Delaney. Yes. All right. Yeah, he wrote a couple of these. Here, here we go. Let me do this. Well, here you go. Also, I say Law of the Jungle. It's not really the Law of the Jungle. Oh, there's always a bigger fish is the Law of the Ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes. Yes. It's Law of the Jungle, but it's still. It actually isn't. To your point, yeah. Yeah, to my point, wow. law of the ocean is that there's, there's always, always a bigger, bigger fish. fish. But law of the jungle is there's always a bigger threat. Well, there's maybe. just Lion? The predatory no, nature of the jungle. jungle. Lions bigger... are pretty much pretty pretty top. Well, bigger fish also, to they're, fry. They're more of a, yeah, they're, they're Serengeti. They're not jungle animals. Right. Uh, tiger. Always a bigger tiger, perhaps. Yes, perhaps. Yes, yes. I think it's kill or be killed. That's also the law of the jungle. That's yeah. the law of the jungle. Yes. Or, Although I did. The law of the ocean is, hey, hey, don't pee in me. You know what I did? <laughs> no, not in me. Um, you know what I did see? There was a cute video of a rhinoceros helping a hippo pick its teeth with with the rhinoceros's horn. Wow. That's fun. Sometimes they fight. Sometimes <laughs> they play. Hey, man, as long as you watch in peace instead of war. Yep. It's very funny. The law of the jungle is actually anything goes. Anything goes is the law of the jungle. I thought that's what Rob says, but actually that kind of creeps me out. It feels like everybody's coming and fucking. Yeah, not anything me. goes yeah, in well, the jungle. Actually, you, you, can't, know what? you can't kiss a tiger. That's yeah. a great segue. Because if the law of the jungle is that anything goes, anything goes. I don't think that's true. <laughs> that maybe I think so. if it's the law of like North Dakota. Oh, <laughs> anything, my good friend. Ah, <laughs> yes, indeed. But we do have a tradition here. I want to say thank you for that last story, Marcus. This, yes. the, your, this, what you put together here was absolutely fantastic. Absolutely, fa- I learned how to speak Latin. You did. Well, I mean, I we mean, learned about horses. Yeah. We learned about the daddy face. We've learned. Yes, we did. Uh, be careful on the peers. Yeah. We did. And yeah. I actually, I would go through all of these weird ass things I learned on 4chan, but I'm just going to straight up say they are really fucking boring. Yeah. Uh, there are a couple ones that was interesting. I don't know if you've heard about Lost Boy Larry. Nope. nope. Which is like a real, a true story of a little kid that showed up on a CB like radio in the 1970s where he oh, it's was a yelling. real story. It's a real story oh. where he's well, they determined it. They, they said officially that it's a hoax, mm-hmm. but there was a kid's voice over the CB radio that was begging for help. And there was a two month long search for this little boy. Wow. Uh, Honestly, and then if nothing you're came a kid though, that is a funny hoax. It, it was. Really yeah. It Cause was. you have no, like when you're a kid, you're just like, this is going to be hilarious. They're going to think I'm dead. And as an adult, they're like, that wasn't very funny. There's also an entire website called ArnoldHeight.com that is talking about, there is a massive disc- discrepancy about the actual physical height of Arnold Schwarzenegger. And there's a fight. How is there a massive discrepancy? To, because there's been he has said that he's six foot three. He was he's much measured at a front. He was much me- measured at a thing where he was six and a half inches. But then six foot and a half and, right, and, and not a half, six and right? a half inches. But, yeah. yeah. But then another guy said, well, technically he was at the end of the day when they measured him, but technically they believe that you're actually shorter at the end of the day than you're at the top of the day. Three because inches they shorter. No. Sacks three inches shorter. No, 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 I know that is true. That's there's literally say. an entire website. But you should point, look at. He's in his seventies. I bet you he's five eleven. Yeah, now because he shrunk down. He was never six three. That that is a lie. That was. But his I think lie. he was like six one. That was yeah, his lie. six one. Uh, but that, I will say that. So like, one thing. So that, that's what I listen. Also got real deep into phantom kangaroos. I understand. Uh, well, maybe next time. Around, <laughs> what, the next but creepy the, uh, is around Halloween, I believe. Yeah, but anything yeah. else? Oh, we're definitely. I want to do listener pasta. We're going to do all that. Yes. But that's why I again we have a tradition here, and as in the spirit of anything goes, <laughs> um, I have to read through at least a chunk of this. Sadly, by contract, because I feel the one thing about this is that it's not really like like how do I put it like when it comes to cryptid erotica. Yeah, we're getting to sort of like 
how do I say it? Almost a lazy place. We've oh, been talking about this for the past five years. Very Almost much kind so. of a lazy no. place. When, when because, we're, uh, if we're if we can compare cryptid erotica to grunge, right now we're in the seven. We're in Matchbox Twenty. We're in a oh, bit of the Matchbox Twenty because that, uh, oh, well, and I have no problem uh, with the, these these incredible artists putting together these stories. I know how hard it is to write. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, let's dig a little deeper because I started reading. I had somebody while we were doing the Mothman series. Yeah. Someone sent me this book that they said, "Oh, Henry, you'll love this. Right, you're gonna right. love this book. It's called Bisexual Mothman Mailman Makes a Special Delivery in Our Butts." Oh, and I was looking at it, and honestly, number one, it's it's lazy because Why? when it starts, the is beginning it not, of is it, it not appropriate to I the Mothman this, lore. I read this whole thing. I read this whole thing, and it starts with these two guys, these a couple, right? And they're talking, you know, like, oh, you know, new neighborhood, blah blah blah. They love right. their mailman. Nice. One day, the mailman doesn't show up. Their oh. ma- normal mailman is replaced by what can only be described as a Mothman. So right here, so standing before me is a mailman that I didn't recognize. We've had Noah delivering packages for the last six years that we've lived in this home, but it appears something has happened because the guy standing before me is certainly not Noah. Instead, right. I'm faced with a muscular mothman, the creature covered in grayish white hair and sporting a large pair of wings folded against his back. His eyes are huge and glowing, placed lower than one might expect and giving the rare cryptid a distinct appearance as though his head was actually positioned somewhere deep within his muscular chest. Is sure. the mail still being delivered on time? Well, this is, yes. but it's Well, kind then of, that's fine. That's fine. No, but I don't, again... Do one but, sentence of cock. The Mothman. <laughs> How big is its cock? But when it comes to work, right? The Mothman Mother is. Does it? He's going to be a mailman. I love our mailman community and male woman. Sure. Groups. Thank you. Yeah, ma- thank you, male people. That's yes. a fantastic job. Male humans. But again, when I just feel like when, with Mothman. Why would Mothman do it? I guess they're saying that he says it's about his wings, but he didn't use his wings to really travel. He more transports. And again, he's a harbinger of doom. And unless a mailman's more- just delivering. Bills. That's all that mail is. I no, hate I love mail. My packages. I hate mail. You get your shoes in the mail. Yeah, you get your shoes. Yes, indeed. Oh, the exciting world of mail. We could talk about it all. <laughs> I'll talk we about could, all sorts of things you get about in the mail. I get, I get my Discogs orders in the mail. You can get human yeah. teeth in the mail. <laughs> you can get toe clippings in the mail. All right, back to bisexual Mothman mailman take makes a special delivery. All right, just get to the size of the cock. We got to wrap it up. There you go. So he says here he's dressed quite conservatively in a typical mail carrier's uniform, but the cut of his pants hung just right above the Mothman's perfectly toned rump. Rump, rump. good. We got this thing. It's titled. So he, this guy was talking about his book. The guy in this story is an author, and he wrote a book called Bisexual Buckaroos, Seven Bi-Group Encounters in the Tingleverse. Right? Which I get. Yeah. So this is Chuck Tingle. I think he might be doing it. Chuck Tingle also wrote a book called Pounded in the Butt by My Handsome Sentient Library Card, who seems gotcha. otherworldly, but in reality is a natural part of the priceless resources of our library system provides, which is very funny. That's He's great. a very funny guy. Yeah. Like, it's funny oh, yeah, across very the board. Much so. no, Chuck Tingle's yes. got to think. But, Tingle, yeah. But I would say is that if you're writing an erotic cryptid story, yeah. don't write... More lore. Or, yeah, what's that? If you're, writing, if you're writing one, don't write an erotic story that has Mothman in it. Yes. Well, right? okay. No, no, no. Don't write an erotic story that has Mothman in it. Write a Mothman story that happens to be erotic. This is the thing. Because okay. right here, he starts at the top. She's like, oh, what's your name? And he says, that's all right. My name's Indrid. So he does. The, that's one piece I mean, of lore. I mean, that's lore. That's yeah. lore. Yeah. But I'm there, talking story. What's the cock size on the Mothman? <laughs> all right. Let's just get here. Just, just, just say, jump right in here. There we go. All right. What's the uh, theme? Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. how, how big is its cock? Two packages are my favorite posts. Okay, here we go. Um, all right. Handsome cryptid reaches down and begins to unbutton my jeans, eventually tugging yep. them down and allowing my swollen cock to spring 
bring forth in all its glory. Injured gasps. That's and his cock. Like, What's like, the Mothman's cock? The thing about the Mothman cock, again, it's like, why is he gasping? He's been fucking and sucking for so long. I yeah. feel like he could <sighs> just be, you know, you're a Mothman mailman. You've been having sex with the neighborhood. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Now, next thing I know, the hands of Mothman is opening his mouth wide and taking my rock hard dick between his lips, slowly pumping his face up and down across the length of my shaft. I lean my head back and I let out a long and see, satisfied And groan. nothing about this is Mothman. This no, is this just, is not about the Mothman. Man in this, right? My, why isn't he fellatioing the Mothman? How, my I, two lovers begin to pass my shaft back and forth with his wife, sometimes dragging their tongues along my length and sometimes sucking me off with frantic all right, enthusiasm. All right, it's too Before Ivy opens her mouth wide and takes my cock between her lips, pushing her face further down on my shaft, deeper and deeper she glides. Here we go. All right, so here you go. I'm here, where is his dick? It's, it's perfect. No, all right, okay. I take my hand on the back of my wife's head. All right, oh, no, not that, not that part. There we go. Um, he grabs the guy's dick. He places my new cock ring over the end of it. He slides the rubber circle all the way down to the base. He What's moves back the Mothman's dick? Now, let's take it for a test drive in my ass, the cryptid says. Oh, my yeah. goodness yeah. gracious. Pull the fabric away. All right, oh, chiseled form. Injured is completely naked. All right, now, where's the dick? All right, I'm, look, I'm looking for Please, this Please, God, just, that's all we need. Um, now, he reaches back, and he gives his rear a playful slap, gripping his butt tightly with one hand and Type spreading butt. himself open. What are you waiting for, injured coos? Come fuck this tight Mothman ass. You heard him. My wife chides enthusiastically. All right. So now Mothman braces himself against me, so my cock can plunge deeper into this asshole. I get this asshole. Yeah, this is just an asshole. And keep fucking me, it, keep fucking me. The Mothman like rose. You'd think there'd be something special about the Mothman's asshole. I opened up his wide starfish. Butterfly. And like, I saw. I want that, something unique. Yeah. We all got buttholes. Yeah. All right. Fuck, two right? more sentences. We got to get well, to the Well, the wife's putting a strap on, starts fucking him while he's fucking the Mothman. What's the Mothman's dick? I'm bucking against each other. Our body's slamming in a perfectly performed polyrhythmic dance. And it'll loudly moan in a chorus of ecstasy. I'm so close. Everybody comes. How does the Mothman come? Instead of my dick fucking injured, the muscular cryptid is now preparing himself to plow away at me. My wife, on the other hand, has a, slipped around and laying out on her back too. with her legs. This, this, is just a, this is just a story. Of, this is just an erotic story. As it just You could put the name Steve and place a Mothman and be Steve the mailman, who, yeah. the Steve the bisexual mailman. Oh, well, this is the closest we have. Suddenly, the Mothman enters me from behind and causes my breath to catch in my throat. I thought my wife's strap-on was big, but this is another level entirely. Okay, so it's Andrew's cock is, is a force to be reckoned with. And it's I'm just, lucky. I've been significantly wanted, warmed up. Yeah. I wanted just, a categorizing Asian. I wanted. I wanted. I wanted, feathers, I wanted the veins. I wanted, I wanted like, the how big is the head? How, how big is we, the hole? Again, how much spurts coming out? It's like Passover. How is this night different than any other night? Right. <laughs> it's like how do we? What are yeah, we bringing? Just, what are we doing? Yeah, you could what seriously do Control F and replace with anything. I agree with you, and Marcus. Just, and, yeah, and this is not slandering Chuck Tingle. No, to me, no. this is more about like just take it. We've read a lot of this stuff. What about the Loch Ness monster? I, the Flatwoods monster. Some, yeah, Come there on. Is some, we talked just about with, with Bigfoot. The U-turn dick was special because there was really neutrinos. Was. It, was it explained it quantum mechanics in a way yeah. that was easily understandable for people that are. Horny. True, true. All right, so this yeah. is something. So again, let's 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 dig deeper. I say let's right. dig deeper. Let's yeah, dig when because we're gonna definitely gonna be taking some cryptid erotica submissions yes. in the future. Yes. So please, please, please start working on it now. Mr. Tingle, I'll pay you my damn self to write a, a good. You show up with one. But remember, yeah. you're writing a cryptid story that happens to be erotic. Not an erotic story that features a cryptid. All right, powerful lessons here. Every creepypasta, you learn something, don't you? I, uh, even if it's just to not listen to creepypastas. Absolutely. Thank you all so much for listening. This is so much fun. We got a really 
like story we've been wanting to tell for a long time is coming up next week. It is an American true crime story. It is. That is, I, I, I think you're gonna like. Uh, I think you're gonna like it. And if you, um, if you like gaping now, you're definitely gonna like gaping later. Yep. If you like big cocks, this story's for you. <laughs> all right. Also, go to our website, lastpodcastnetwork.com, or last podcast on the left, and check out all the tour dates we have coming up yes, and things of 9, that nature. 23, we have Murder Fist, a Dynasty typewriter in yes. Los Angeles. We have 1022 at the Balboa in San Diego. The entire LPN force will be as one doing shows for you. And 11 4. There November we go. I always forget. In Los it. Angeles, the palace. Last podcast in the left. And thank you all so much uh, for all that watched our 12 hour grindhouse. And by this subathon. point, by this point, it has been released on Twitch. So go yeah, check go it out. Go enjoy that, please. Go check it out. We did our s- best. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If you want to see the whole thing, start with a synth suite that uh, it's I good. composed. It's thank, very you. Good. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I, I mean, I, I, I took, I borrowed, but. I think it's still good. Again, that's all. Great artists, good artists borrow, great artists steal. I stole two pieces of music very blatantly. Wow, how brave! All right, everyone, hail yourselves! Hail Satan! Hail me, Vic! Don't fuck a horse! Don't fuck a horse! Please, God! We've learned a lot. I am. But you know what's interesting is that you say don't fuck a horse, but there was never anything in any of those stories about having sex with the horse. It was alluded to. He was mixed up. He got all, this, oh, all of his. You're he's got me, dick on the brain. We were. <laughs> I do have dick on the brain. It's, I got to go to the doctor later. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. 